Hi guys, Graham here from the Fit Club, on with Abby. Hi! This is the first episode of the Fit Club podcast, and as we said in the introduction, today we are going to be talking about calories. We're going to be talking about calories and macros, so carbs, fats, proteins, how many calories you need, calorie calculators, um, how to cut calories and things like that, and about balance. We're not going to go into too much because some of this we're going to bring into fad diets. It's just going to be like a beginner crash course over everything. So me and Abby are actually both on a cut at the moment. Yay! <laughs> I personally am using the Carbon app by Lane Norton. Abby is? Um, so yeah, currently I have my nutritionist, which is Nick, so the Redditch nutritionist. So he's given me my recommended um, intake and then i also just use my fitness pal to keep track of what i'm having on a day-to-day basis and nick is very good one of the reasons i don't choose a nutritionist myself is because i'm just getting to grips of how to track not how to track because i know but i'm not very good at tracking i'll track one or two things a day and then i'll stop so i'm using the carbon app now from a cut because i know how to cut without tracking so i can lean bulk and track while i'm doing that and it keeps me accountable to someone if I use the app instead of figuring it out for myself because I'll just throw it away personally. What did you choose, Nick? So, yeah, my thing was mostly accountability. So I feel like with Graham's help, I was able to hold myself accountable and continuously put effort into my training programme. But without the correct nutrition, I can't make the most of it. So I wasn't like in the optimal position because I wasn't always on point with my nutrition. So I thought we're going ahead, getting the extra help, having somebody to report to, and then also making sure that everything, say um, like even my like my vitamins and minerals, because I tend to eat more of a vegan diet, mostly plant based. I've been vegetarian since I was nine, um, just making sure all of that was correct was important to me, just to ensure my health is okay. And like I said, I tend not to track normally but i am tracking now uh it's it's a little bit harder especially with birthdays and that coming up because normally i just go off on one and then come back and just be good quote unquote basically i'm normally an all or nothing kind of person i'll be really really good and then binge eat that's not the healthiest thing to do so what i'm trying to do is learn how to balance everything and not binge all the time and i thought it was about time now that I'll get a hold on that. So now that our personal stuff's out of the way, we're gonna start moving on to calories and macros. So there are three main important macros that make up your calories. Some will say four with alcohol, but we're not <laughs> gonna say that's one of the, the important <laughs> ones. Important ones, so, and fiber. And fiber. But we've got uh, carbs, fats, and protein, uh, the ones that we normally break down and make up our calories and things like that. Uh, but do you want to tell them what... Um... Yeah. So carbs then. Carbs per gram are four calories and they are your main fuel source that your body will um, utilise to begin with. So carbs, um, they're often stored within your muscles as well so that when you are burning that fuel, they've got access to it within your body. Um, you've got within carbs... Carbs, some of it are made up of fibre, and fibre, only so much of it is actually digestible, but it, it does help keep you full um, and help you go to the toilet. Um, protein 
is four calories and protein's meant to be quite satiating so it's meant to be the most satiating one it isn't is it out of all of them and obviously proteins um there to help your body function properly repair um and then you've got fats so fats are essential um you get ones that you need every day, ones that get stored, isn't it? So with the soluble. So you need them basically to ensure that you are able to get the right nutrients. Um, they're higher, so they are nine calories per gram. So you get less of them per calorie intake, but your body can also use them as a fuel source. It is a slower fuel source. Um, look, imagine burning. Uh, Dr. Andy Gamput, Andy Galpin, is on um, YouTube, has an amazing video on this. He has a big piece of wood in one hand and paper in the other hand where he burns the wood and says this is basically like burning fat like for energy. It takes longer to burn it and it uh, lasts longer. And he burns paper and as you can see, like, as you can imagine, the paper would burn much quicker and fade away. But you can have more paper because it's only four calories per gram than you can of the fats because obviously that's nine calories per gram. And what people often get confused with when they talk about dieting and cutting carbs out, like a keto diet, again, we have nothing against any sort of diets. Whatever is most, whatever you can stick to the best uh, is best for you, that's fine. Um, but in terms, of, in terms of calories, if you look like a bar of dairy milk, you'll see less fats and more carbs and people will look at it and be like, oh, look at how much carbs are in this. What they don't realize is the calories made up from both. If you times the calories by four of uh, carbs and the calories by nine of fats, you actually get maybe just a little bit more calories from fats than you do carbs. So we talk about cutting, you really need to bring everything down. <laughs> Apart from often, it's the protein that needs to come up. Yeah. Protein is very low in the general diet that people have in the UK. So, with protein, because we were talking about it before as well, because I needed to double check, the government recommends a really, really low amount of protein. So, the, for the, this is, so we're basing this off what they've done is looked at, you know, somebody who's completely sedentary, who's not really doing anything, um, and they're not trying to lose weight, and they're not trying to gain any lean muscle mass. The way they'd look at that is 0.75 times body weight in kilograms. So if you had like a 100 kilo man, that's suggesting you only need to eat 75 grams of protein, which is small. <laughs> it is small, but don't forget when the government give advice like that, it comes from the lowest end. This is a yeah. normally it's not a. This is a recommended diet. This is this is what you need to stay on this end of healthy yeah. minimum like requirement. Minimum requirement of what it is. So even though we look at it and think they've set the bar really low, they have in their wording, but they often will go from minimum, the lowest end that is required. Well, it doesn't mean you can't have more. You should, yeah. but like we said, it's the minimum requirement. So and if you're really more of an active person, if you're in the gym, if you're running um, and anything like that, even if you're a builder, have a heavy job well, and never sit in Just desk. like being a busy mum of children. Yeah, yeah that's Again, quite labour intensive. Just running around after kids all day is a labour intensive. Mum or dad, and sorry. Mum or dad, doesn't matter. Um, that, that's, 
the same. You need more protein just to help keep your muscle. And like we said, it's the most filling food out of the most filling macro out of the three. Um, definitely more than alcohol as as well. Yeah. We bring that into fold, <laughs> but yeah. we we don't often talk about that as a macronutrient. Um, so in terms of calories, what you go into then is trying to find your calorie intake. Now, me personally, if I wasn't using the carbonate, I do it very, there's three, as a PT, three methods that I use. So I'll go through the methods that I use and then Abby will go through the methods that we've, uh, we know about, we study at college and that people recommend as well. Um, personally, when someone comes to me, I'll say, like, how much do you want to work to find out what your calorie intake is? Um, if they turn around and say they're willing to trek every day for seven days, absolutely everything that goes through their mouth and weigh every single day. I know it's going to scare some people when they talk about weighing every day, but remember, the numbers on the scale is just data. It's not good. It's not bad. It's just data. So if they weigh every single day, or even just at the beginning at the end, and then get the average of, um, if they weigh the same on the Monday, one week, and then the same the Monday the next week, or very, very close to, and we look at the calorie intake every single day, you can take that average calorie intake when you add it all up and divide it, take the average calorie intake, and that's roughly gonna be their calorie maintenance. Then if I'm trying to help them lose weight, all we'll do is knock three to 500 calories up, depending on how quick they wanna lose weight. Um, the other one I do is often tell people what's their body weight in pounds, I'll times that by 12. This one is uh, most popular, always by a guy called Jordan Syatt, uh, very, popular trainer on um, YouTube and Instagram as well. He's very good. Uh, times by 12. Uh, then with your uh, protein, all I personally do is get the protein intake, one pound of protein per body weight, uh, per pound of body weight. And then, so I'm, uh, let's say I'm 178 pound per uh, man. I would say I need 100 and anywhere between 168 to 178 grams of protein um, and then I would just track my calories, and my calories would be times by 12, by 178, and that would be my calorie intake. And then if I wanted to, say, lose weight, I would say I want to be 170 pounds. So I would take the eight away and then times that by 12 and figure out my calories and my protein through that method is what personally I do. And the other way is basically like that way, but you can also figure out your carbs and fats. And that's interchangeable. If you want to eat more carbs and fats, that's fine. If you want to eat more fats and carbs, that's fine as well. But don't make your fats too minimal um, because you do really need fats for like having the same hormones and things like that. General regulation, General regulation. and maintenance of the body. So yeah, um, the main thing then that I would say we said look with our course that we got told to look at so what graham mentioned that you said to be popular is the way it just times in the body weight by yeah, 12 by 12 the actual sums i think 11.5 or 11.4 or something around there but just round up to 12 because it's easier max that it that is like the simplest way um the other thing really and that's the main way of looking at are you in a deficit you have to try and figure out because you can get a recommendation and it may not be correct so you have to test it your total daily energy expenditure so that's how much am i burning day to day that includes just maintaining yourself so your organs being alive um your daily movement 
that's how, like how much exercise you're doing, how much you're doing in moving, just keeping your body warm, digestion of food, what you burn in a day. You can figure that out. And if you want to lose weight, then yeah, you need to eat less than that. And if you want to gain weight, um, whether that's muscle anyway, or fat, whether you want to put on weight, you need to eat more. So there's calculators online and I was looking and I personally, if you're going to look at a calculator, I like the bodybuilding.com one. I just like the way that it looks. There's others that do exactly the same and I did have a look at the sum, like the, the calculation and equation for it, but it, it's like no nonsense, just go on. You include your age, height, your weight, and then it will ask you um, how active you are. So you pick your activity level and the higher that activity level, the higher the calories will come out at. But I'd say the main thing is try to not be too like optimistic, like overestimate yeah. it. Because it will give you like probably a really high intake because I was looking at it. Um, and I feel like if I personally ate on the higher end of what I could go for for my activity level, I probably would gain weight. Which is what is often said is, if you are trying to lose weight with calories, don't if you especially if you've got some sort of watch or something that tells you how many calories yeah. you've eaten for don't it, take uh, exercise off. Don't take it off. <laughs> don't be like, oh, that gives me another six hundred calories I can eat because I've burned six hundred through through this. Don't. Often they can be wrong. Um, they might not have got your calories right. Uh, and in general, it just goes towards the weight that you want to lose anyway. And that's why I'd say whenever you look at a calculator, don't look at something that will bring you down too much so don't look at that that's why a lot of times 12 because it's at a higher end and if you don't lose a pound or anything the first week or if you don't lose anything for the first two weeks then you just take off another 200 calories and then you go at it again and then you go at it again so the, the most important thing here is and we'll talk about this more in further episodes is make longer term goals the, the shorter you give yourself a goal the more you'll have to rush to get that goal which means you if you're not seeing progress absolutely every week on the scales in the pictures or anything um you're going to really beat yourself up about it and again pictures measurement scales if that's all preference don't listen to people that say scales are evil don't listen to people that say you should only be taking pictures or measuring because i know people that take pictures of themselves and i've, I've seen people go from like one dress size down to another and they still look at their photos and they hate the way they look. They yeah. just hate it. So whatever's best for you mentally, you can do all three if you want. Um, that's normally yeah. what I recommend. That's what I, I recommend all three so you can look at the data and if you don't see yourself in a picture, the data will tell you what you need to know. If the scales or the measurements aren't telling you what you think you want to see, the pictures might be showing you um, the true form of what you what you want to see um so always i always recommend all three but if one really hurts you um don't if it triggers you in some way don't go for that form or if you do want to weigh yourself or take pictures but not look at them ask someone else if you've got a trainer if you've got a friend if you've got a partner if they want to look at the scale weight and you don't if they want to take the pictures and just hold them and hold them away for you so you can look at the beginning of your journey and then further on through your journey do that as well but whatever you do, just try not to do anything that's going to hurt you mentally on your journey and make you revert back to maybe binge eating and things like that if you don't feel like you're doing as well as you you have been doing. Yeah, in terms as well of the scale weight, um, 
like so the reason for like trying to work out that average weekly weight is because you can weigh yourself one morning and so many different things can affect what you will weigh that day so it could just be you had a big meal two days prior and it's still like in the system you've had more salt you drank water before you weighed yourself you need to go to the toilet like and it can it's composition as well isn't it so like one yeah. day even with pictures one day you could look a little bit like you've lost body fat and then the next day you could look as though you've gained it I'll be be in the gym mirror here taking uh, (laughs) looking at all thinking yes I'm in picture ready shape I'm going to take a picture I'll take that picture look at that picture and be like that picture is not the same thing (laughs) that I saw in that mirror like there is not, and then someone else will take a picture and I'll go under the perfect lighting and then I'll be like, well, that's not what I see yeah. day to day, but it looks good, so I'll stick with that. Yeah, that, that that's the thing as well. So if you were just taking pictures, be very cautious of lighting because that can be deceiving. That's a lot of like what the stuff is that we say all the time. For being and obviously that's, that's been a lot on Instagram, especially yeah. lately. <laughs> uh, we're going to go more into this with ketones and stuff with yeah. supplements on episode three, I believe. Um but yeah, that, that's how people will get you. Yeah, I look uh, for my fiance the other day. We, had, we were discussing it, and I literally stood up and went, "This is me," and stood with my neck forward and my uh, pelvic tilt put in purposely and blowing out my stomach. And then I literally pretended to sneeze and went, "And this is me." <laughs> Twenty days later, and then stood up with my chest up, perfect posture really sucking in the core, standing under a different light and being like, and that's exactly what they do on Instagram. So even though that's not what we're talking about today, just thought we'd throw that in we there. Just that in, is, so we're just going to go up because, to pop <laughs> Obviously, because that is very current news. And obviously, we'll talk about it again because it's been going on for a long time, but at the moment, it's very current. So we will talk about it when it comes to supplements and things like that and how people tend to try and sell these supplements. Um, but yeah, we just thought that'd be very important to mention yeah. right now. Don't beat yourself up. And the other thing as well, that we're not going to go into the whole science of it because we want this to sort of be like a beginner's chat, um, is the thing to do with menstrual cycles. So women, you may find that at certain points in the month, your scale weight goes up or bloatedness comes in or you feel like a little bit more like puffy and it's just hormones completely change the way that your body is using its energy how energetic you might feel, the amount of water that your body's holding on to, um, your food cravings. And so, you know, I mean, I personally can see like about seven, seven sometimes, like I mean, you don't know, like 10 pounds difference over the course of a month, but only for one day (laughs) Um, that my weight can just fluctuate. And I think I had it where I said like one day I felt really, 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 really bad. And I wake up the next day because I'm in my cup and um, in the mirror I visibly looked leaner than I did before this bloating started. So I just felt like I'd gained weight and then I looked literally two days later like I'd lost it again. And that's one of the things that women have to worry about when they're losing weight and in the gym more than men. So men do have that advantage there. I mean, when we go into the next course of things we're going to talk about, men don't have all the advantages in the gym <laughs> in cutting. Women do have a fair few with training that themselves. We will talk about different advantages, different advantages how we, women can be quite beastly and stuff like that. Beastly in a good way, not a, a bad, ugly way. I mean, like how women a lot have made advantages in gyms compared to men and how men can have advantages and stuff like that. Something else we'll go into with yeah. like hormones and testosterone and stuff like that. But like Abby was saying, that's a very important thing to uh, remember, um, especially if you're checking in. 
on that week. Don't worry about it. Check in like you normally would. The, the numbers are just a data, pictures, every, every number you get, it's all just data. Yeah. Beginning goal, end goal is what matters. And yeah. to be honest, the end goal should always be better health. So throughout your life, there should never really be an end goal. Just yeah. try to be healthier in general. That and like we get it, you've been there and I've been there, and you have people that will like go ahead and they'll ask me like, oh, how much, how much should I weigh? How much do I need yeah. to weigh? Um, how much weight do I need to lose? And that's like something that's like a really, really hard question to answer for somebody because you don't know if somebody is going ahead and they've got certain training plans or if somebody has a lot. Say for example, even if somebody's got a lot of Body, body fat that they can lose because that's the one thing to also really really like talk about losing body fat is different to losing scale weight it so it's really hard when people ask that to tell them what the answer is so i know you always advocate it set real like your short-term goals of what you're going to aim for but when i say short-term like a, yeah not a week oh, your first goal that's achievable that's why when I use the times 12 method of calories, I will say you weigh this much now. Um, and obviously this isn't with someone's just trying to, this is for someone that's trying to lose weight. That's someone that is, that will need, obviously not everyone that comes to a PT is trying to lose weight. This is specifically for that person. Um, if you are trying to lose weight, um, I will say this is what you weigh now. Like I said before, uh, I think we're going to just focus on the first six pounds now and then we'll take off the calories you need to to get to that first six pounds off. Then when we get to that, we'll recalculate again and we'll go back down. And we, we do it literally by that little margin. Um, just keep. And if the calories you're at, if you're if you're at a higher end calorie, if the maths don't quite add up, you don't have to keep bringing the calorie. If you're still losing fat and coming down in weight and everything on, like, let's say, my calorie cut at the moment is 2,400. If, which, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's, 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 that's hard for some people to, to it's hard, harder for women to hear that, that. That obviously me and Abby are on very different scales of what I need to lose to lose weight. What I need to cut down on to lose weight, what she needs to cut down on to lose weight. That's why this is perfect. Um, yeah. Because one of us is at one end and one of us is at the other end, male and female. So this is a good dynamic. Um, my cut is two thousand four hundred calories at the moment. Um, if I'm still losing weight at two thousand four hundred calories, my calories won't need to come down. They they not won't necessarily need to come down until you start seeing a plateau. And even a plateau doesn't mean if I get on the scales one week and I'm not any less weight that that's a plateau it's it's got to be a plateau is you're looking at two to three weeks before yeah. we even start to call it a plateau well that's and then then again all i'd have to do is go through the app again or recalculate again and just cut 200 to 300 more calories off and then keep going down that pattern and yeah. that's all it takes i mean like rather than even just like 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 you said like two three hundred like ten percent 10 to 15 yeah. percent percentage work you, however well. you want to work it out it's, it's... take off um like obviously like with um me i'd say percent it's easier than saying hundreds yeah because I'd you've say, got less mine's than... like 1400 <laughs> at the moment it's not fair but that that's the other thing as well say for example if i was to go ahead and have it so with they say like with a deficit i'll take 500 calories calories away 
if I went ahead and I also took exactly 500 calories away from what I'm meant to have, like perfectly, obviously I wouldn't have a lot of food left to eat and that that's bad. Like you really d you don't want to take initially when you're losing weight, you don't want to just go, right, that's it, I'm not eating. <laughs> I'm not going to eat very much because like, I mean, I've done it and then I think you've had to do some of it as well for um, when you did your... Bodies. Yeah, when I was, I used to compete in Thai boxing and yeah. we, we had to start, things started getting drastic because we weren't seeing the weight loss so we had to really like cut the calories out and it really put me in a bad way so so yeah. that wasn't that wasn't the best and um i actually had a client um i don't think you'll mind me saying his name his name's sam um he actually came to me he'd lost two stone all by himself he uh i'm not sure if he used the calorie calculator uh what will often happen is they'll ask you calorie calculators sometimes will ask you what your goal weight is and they'll set your calories so if you want to lose let's say three stone and you set it at like three stone lighter it will give you the calories for that low of a bar so don't forget even if you put in a calorie calculator do six do six pounds at a time don't do like three stone don't do little margins otherwise it will give you a much lower calorie count than you need what happened with sam is he was going to the gym uh like five six days a week um he basically was in a calorie deficit of 1500 uh not 15 he was he was had a 1500 uh calories was his daily allowance which is only 100 above abby, abby and I'm weight. <laughs> so so um so he was that far down so what we decided to do was do what's called a reverse diet now remember calories aren't just important for losing weight they're important for gaining weight as well um just like you don't want to take a lot of calories away for losing weight you don't want to add a load of calories for gaining weight as well so what we did with sam is I go, well, we're just going to add you 50 calories. And I know it doesn't seem like much, because we're just going to add 50 calories. Uh, his protein was low, so we're going to take that from uh, protein. We're going to up your protein right now. And then the week after, he had another 50. Then he had 100. Then he had another 50. And we added like that. So it went 50, 50, 100, 50. And once his protein was back up to a good enough level, we left his protein where it was, because we didn't want to feed him protein, or force feed him loads of protein straight away. <laughs> we left his protein where it was, and then started upping his carbs and his fats and everything. Um, and we were we were feeding that back in up until he was no longer gaining weight, and we stopped him there for like a, two three weeks, and then we upped it again. And then I turned around to him, and this was completely my recommendation. Uh, he was very good at tracking, um, so I said, "Look, there's this new app out called the Carbon Diet Coach uh, from Dr. Lane Norton. Go ahead, give that a go. Um, see how you do with that." Uh, I'll show him the app. We watched webinars together during the first lockdown. Um, it's always important to teach people rather than just tell them, teach them so they can do it by themselves and go on so they don't need you forever. Think of us training people as a driving instructor more than just someone that's going to have to stick with you forever. Yeah. So try and teach. I was trying to teach him as much as I could. And then I was like, you're really good at tracking. You look really good. His body composition, like he'd actually put on weight and got leaner because even though we were adding 50 calories a week for a while he was still in a calorie deficit and still losing weight but gaining muscle and his his um workouts were better because he was now eating more he wasn't gaining a lot of muscle he wasn't losing a lot of weight but it was still there his body comp uh, really changed especially when we went into lockdown that's when i recommended the carbon app for him i believe it was coming out of the first lockdown and he just 
took the ball and ran with it from there. Look, the carbon naps did really well. He learned from that. And now he basically knows how to do all his nutrition himself. So unless he really wanted to compete, like in a bodybuilding or something, show where he might need to like someone that's a professional like that. Yeah, unless he needed someone to really give him that sort of help, he can do day-to-day by himself. He basically doesn't even really need to track anymore because he knows. This he, is the he's perfect. Yeah, he, he's the, yeah, he's an exception to the rule. Like, I started on the Carbon app on, my birthday was Tuesday. I think I started the Carbon app on Sunday. My mistake, I should have started on Wednesday, but I didn't. Um, so I went a bit messy on my birthday. My bad, back on track now though. He tracked his calories perfectly he he cut down his calories for the week so he'd have more on his birthday for specific food and meals and tracks perfectly that's not everyone he is a rare breed of person um so just remember that as well like some people are going to track that so i know that we could do what's called the reverse diet back with him and he's going to stick to it because he's stuck on the way down really well so he'll stick on the way up really well so that's what we did for him. Just that reverse diet, still losing weight, but trying to gain muscle, just a little bit of a uh, body recon. And then from there, add on more mass and more mass. So he went from 63 kilo to 61 to now he's at like 65 up, or 66, but he's still down. extremely lean and looks extremely good. And he's still planning on bulking. And that's that, that's just, some people are just too perfect when they yeah. do things like that. Sam is very, very good. He is very perfect. He's very jealous of his ability to do it. And that's the one thing, like, even though you can track, obviously, it's not always going to be perfect. We can't all be as great as Sam. But, like, track him. saying that, Sam, this is, this, he's a perfect example as well, because I can, I can vouch for him, he is perfect. He is perfect. Uh, when it comes to tracking. But his feelings towards how he felt and looked, um, his weight on the scales didn't represent in his head the work he was putting in because he was perfect. So he was expecting complete linear, like a straight line progression, just just great. But your body doesn't work like that. Sometimes you're tired. Sometimes your body's holding water, fatigue, things like that. Sometimes things like that just happen. So no matter how good you are, there's always going to be obstacles and stuff that are going to get in your way that if you can mentally break through those barriers and just keep going and just keep on going, which is was his saving grace, no matter what, I'll just be like, just keep going, just keep going, just keep going. He kept going and he smashed through them. And he still gets little roadblocks where he's like, oh, I don't feel good doing this. But again, just keep going, keep going and you'll get better at it. Yeah. Never perfect, but better. I mean, and you know, everybody's going to be like Graham. Everybody has a birthday. Exactly. <laughs> Everybody has a birthday. So you can still go out there, still still live your life, have a normal life, enjoy your, enjoy your birthday. Or your Problem is, when everyone else has birthdays yeah. as well, because it was my birthday Tuesday, and now it's my kid's birthday on Saturday, and we're having an afternoon tea party in the house, which is going to involve a lot of sandwiches and cake. So Yeah, the main thing is, like, if you are really trying to, you know, what you said, we always believe, unless you really are a paid athlete, you in high competitive sport and it's your job you, you should you should just aim to be a healthier individual yeah. aim to improve your health don't limit yourself don't be like oh, i can't go to that i can't go do that thing it's all like moderation and balance even if you don't track that day because i didn't track on my birthday uh, i started to track and then i stopped um, just because it just got, there was just too much to track in the end. My niece made me a beautiful cake and I didn't bother asking. I felt it'd be rude to be like, what are the ingredients? How much is this? How many calories do you think it'd be? And then splitting them up. So I just started eating what, what I wanted on that day. 
and then doesn't necessarily mean unless you've got a specific goal like Abby was saying unless you unless you're competing at something unless you're trying to cut weight for a fight a bodybuilding show something specifically like that it doesn't mean you have to cut your calories in for the rest of the week the next day whatever your calories would be you just get back on the horse and you just keep going again just keep yeah. going and it will regulate itself you'll never put on fat with a One day. day or two of bad <laughs> eating and you're never going to lose a lot of fat for a day or two of, of bad eating even a week go, if you yeah. go on holiday same if you go on holiday if you're the kind of person that needs to track because if you feel like you're going to fall off you'll never get back on that's fair enough uh, that's more of a personal preference but if you go on holiday I, if I went on holiday if, if we weren't on lockdown now and I was going on holiday I'm not tracking while I'm on holiday yeah. I'm not I'm not doing it i I do what I want while I'm holiday. When I come back, whatever I look like, however I feel is how I look like and how I feel, then get back on track and we go again. And that's it. That's it. Just don't beat yourself up about it. I mean, like, yeah, the, mo- the most important thing for us personally anyway, like I track because of my diet, it's harder for me to um, necessarily eat the amount of protein that I need. Um, so... My, we've spoken a lot about the tracking. We have spoken a lot about tracking. It's because it's important to figure out where you are sometimes. It is important. It's not that not everyone and has to do it. We've got like fad diets and things. We've and got all that coming that we'll up. Be talking about, um, but like we said, not the tracking. Segment. Not everyone has to track. Uh, I never do. On my cut for my last fight, uh, which was when I was like twenty five. I'm now thirty four. Can't believe it's nine years. Uh, but it was. I. It's almost a decade. Thank you for that, Abby. Um, I didn't track at all. I used a different method, um, and we'll talk about that again, like we said on episode four, fad dieting. Um, I used a different method, and it was the best method I'd used, and I think it's going to shock a lot of health people in the industry that, I'm, that I've got this stance. I'm not going to say it yet. I'm just going to hold it in for the fourth episode to surprise everyone. Um, but yeah, I used a different method where it didn't track, and I'll tell you, it was the healthiest I feel, the best I felt. Still, still lost. <laughs> it's the only part I ever lost, but... But it was uh, it was the best I'd looked and felt going into a fight. And again, on fed items, I'll open up more about that and tell you where my stance is with what I did and why I did it and how I feel and how I feel about it still to this day. Yeah, it's it's very. It's, we I, I'm on your side with it. I'm on his side. And I think most people will be when they see yeah. when when we when talk about it that. more. And I understand why some people don't like it, and that's fine. Um, but again, we'll talk about that more more in fat yeah. diet. So the actual nutrition, <laughs> the nutrition, tracking is very important. But um, so what I would say then, because like, we're going back to it, so we're figuring out what you need to eat, and we've figured out you've got used to where your calories are. You have your idea of protein for me. Because of my diet, I eat around about 10% more protein than what I would if I ate meat. And that's just because proteins are like two kind of types. So like um, animal products, protein that's from like animal products because of just the profile and how it is, nutrients in it, that's considered a complete protein. Um, Most plant-based forms of protein, not all, most um, can under incomplete proteins so if you look online there's a list you can see a list of how they are and it's the kind of thing if you eat protein sources 
So that can be like your legumes, um, your veggies, just or like soy products. Um, so I know really popular one. It's really popular in stores at the moment, isn't it? You get all of your alternatives, so like your um, like corn. Uh, I really like the bagatsu <laughs> at Wagamama's. That's seating. Um, it's just important to get like two types of those kinds of proteins if you're not having the meat ones to ensure that you've got like all of the nutrients that you need. So I have, I think, depend. I try to aim to have it's like anywhere between two point three to two point five, depending on what my body weight's doing that week that I end up eating. So I try to eat like cons a consistent amount as per what I've been recommended. So kilograms. Yeah, times my body weight in kilograms. Me and Abby go very yeah. different because I use the Tom's twelve method um, and all that sort of stuff. I find it easier to do it in pounds. I use kilograms. kilograms, and I get why she uses kilograms, but with the Tom's twelve method for me, pounds pounds is is easier. Yes, yeah, so the way. government recommendation, if you Google it, of zero. I'm looking down here, still check zero point seven times times your body weight in kilograms. I'm eating more so over two. And Graham actually, Graham's um, recommendation is two times his body weight in kilograms. In kilograms. For his grams of protein. No, it's about 0 0.8, pound, uh, 0 0.8 grams per pound. Because I actually, when I started, was 200 pounds, um, which is 91 kilo. Um, so I was 178 grams of protein. Yeah. So it's about 0 0.8. And remember, like, that protein is very satiating. So you, you really, really want to try to get that spread out over your meals and your snacks. You can have protein with every meal. It, it's, it's, it's considered better. It is considered so better. It's considered better. Um, <laughs> there's mixed research and beliefs. Again, um, that all comes with the fat diet, so yeah, we'll be speaking more about that. About when you should consume it. But as long as you get in the grand scheme is, unless, once again, you're like peak athlete whenever you get your protein in as long as it's during the day it's okay if you miss it one day you can eat it the next day to make up for it and that's one thing with calories think of it as over a week yeah don't think of it How as more than one day that's like on my carbon app um i should have actually put in if i wanted to if i tracked everything and it said instead of having 2400 calories i'd actually had 3200 calories it would then take the calories i've had and taking it off from the rest of the, the, rest week. Of the week. If I'd have chosen it to, I could just say now just stick with it and that'd be fine. But if I'm on a specific deadline and time, because like, it's from a powerlifter slash bodybuilders um, and doctor that made this app, it, it will work with the average person who just wants to lose weight over a long period of time. Or if you are on a strict time schedule for like a fight or a bodybuilding show, you've got to be down to a certain weight for, it will give you the option to take the calories away from each day as well. Yeah. So with that then, the way the way that you get the rest of your calories, so say that um, your protein intake comes to 40% common one, isn't it? Yeah. 40%. Mom's 45. Yeah, like 40% of your calories for the day. That, that other 60% of your calories... 60% of your meals, you can choose if you want it in fats. You can choose if you want it in carbs. Just get a variety. My best recommendation for any kind of diet, 
any kind of my personal recommendation is eat things that are good for you and most people know that things that are not as processed are going to be the things that contain the most nutrients for you so say for example you want um, something that's creamy with your food go for um, an avocado that has natural fats apart from the fact that avocados are disgusting no one logs avocados <laughs> instagram generally some people eat them and i'm sticking but no one logs avocados carry on yeah rather than going for um mayonnaise <laughs> if you want to cool down your hot food avocados over mayonnaise they're both really high in fat but the avocado is better for you um so that's called your saturated disgusting. and unsaturated fats the main reason why most diets are linked to poor health, which we'll go into in our like disease control one, um, is because of people eating saturated, saturated fats that are more likely to have a negative impact on your health. So you want to just, you know, you can eat fat, fat is not going to have a bad impact on you. Um, just try to eat things that are more like naturally deprived healthy for you fat in fish fat in nuts count your fat in doritos but don't look for fat in doritos (laughs) it's basically what we're trying to say like there is fat in doritos if you have them yet comes off of your fats in your macros but don't be like oh i need to get some fats and carbs in oh look at these doritos that'll get me my fats in have the Doritos if you want the Doritos, yeah, the but Doritos. don't. If you want Doritos, eat sore. them, but track them, but don't look at them and be like, they've got fat in them. Yeah. I'll eat these. Don't oh. live on Doritos. Don't live on Doritos. Yeah. Or do. I mean, my, my partner would happily live on Doritos. And my partner, I don't. My partner wouldn't want to spend the money on Doritos. She'd make us buy log as the zone. As the zone Doritos. They're just as, yeah. And then she'd make me stick. Then she'd make me stick up cheese and yeah. salsa on them yeah, and just end up making nachos grain would turn the doritos into nachos because cheese contains fats cheese so and protein fats and protein, and protein. But again, don't, don't turn around don't turn around and be like you know what i really need protein and fats and carbs so i'm gonna have some nachos be like i can have these things so take them away from your account but don't be like i need these things so i'm gonna definitely have these for them because yeah. that's gonna have a negative impact on your health and also it's not going to be the most satiating choice like it's not gonna you know um unless you've got two protein shakes either side that have 41 grams of protein and you chug both of them and then say that's enough protein so re- don't do that that is obviously that. just a joke yeah that is just a joke exactly. well it you know same if you're gonna do it track it so same with your carbs right so um one thing that um our lecturer for nutrition like goes on about if you want to have rice rice is perfect to have rice has protein in it rice has carbs in it it's you know you can have a, a lot of volume of it because it's when you wet you weigh it dry that's one thing as well you cut your ingredients most things on the back when they say 100 grams are the dry ingredients um so you know you can have a volume of rice you better off going for the whole grain version same with breads pastas unless obviously you've got um a condition where you are intolerant or celiac and going for those whole grain versions that is going to make you feel more full and you'll because um 
They can tangle fibre. So fibre is just going to go through your system. It's going to make you feel better. And sometimes, like I suppose, they they can have like higher amounts of calories in current night, but that, that's not always bad because they're more filling. You don't need to eat as again, much. Again, though, just because rice contains more fibre, rice isn't something you should be going to for a fibre source. Yeah. Like, don't not eat vegetables because you're having rice later on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Eat your vegetables. Like Omar Usef, Usef says, <laughs> eat your vegetables, eat your vegetables, eat your effing vegetables. Vegetables also contain fibre. Um, I really, really like, and it's really naughty, if I want to make sure that I can eat a snack, I sometimes swap my, like, pasta or rice out with spinach. <laughs> because I, I, I can eat more spinach, a higher volume of spinach. It's harder for me to sit and eat. 50 grams of spinach than it is for me to eat 50 grams of pasta and also if you want to make boy, if yeah. you want to make cauliflower rice or if you want to make yeah, cauliflower yeah. cauliflower pizza base that's fine but for one don't call cauliflower rice cauliflower rice it's great cauliflower it's not rice rice is rice so that annoys me um and number two cauliflower pizza tastes of rubbish so if you're gonna have a pizza have a pizza if you're not gonna have a pizza don't make cauliflower base. Just have something else that has cauliflower wraps. in it if you're going to eat cauliflower. You can have wraps as well. Is it's that little... cauliflower wraps or is that just a wrap just, with... They do lots of different... You could literally, yeah, rather than having bread, you could have a whole grain wrap and it would be less calories than it would an be. entire piece It would be. But what I was saying is <laughs> just don't, don't turn around and make one thing out of a vegetable instead of having another. a pizza. <laughs> don't, don't do that. That's annoying. So... Especially all the people on Instagram that are like, hey, I'm going to have a pizza, but here I am with my, what's that little blob of cheese? It's not that, I can't remember what it's called. It's like a little blob of cheese that they stick on their cauliflower pizza and their tomato base. And they're like, this is going from like, I don't know, is that a low one? I don't know if that's a low calorie one. I'm not sure. Yeah, it's a low one. They like stick it on. I'm not sure what it's called. Um, They stick it on and then they stick it and they pull it out the oven and it looks like crap and they call it cauliflower pizza but it's rubbish. So if you if you find yourself making cauliflower pizza, just don't have pizza that day. Just don't have, just don't pizza. have pizza that day. It's annoying. It's it's annoying. Just, just or you have a cauliflower-based, whatever it, you want yeah. to call it. If don't you're someone pizza. who loves to have junk food, you love to have junk food and be like, oh, how on earth am I not going to overeat? Because you know that, dom- by the way, Domino's, I think it's a medium or a large, a Domino's pizza on average for like, I'm sure it's a medium. I'll have to I'll have to clarify or just look it up to fact check me. Um, like it's going to be large. Like up to a large pizza at Domino's could be two thousand five hundred calories. Now, do you think eating a Domino's pizza to yourself, even though it contains carbs, fats, and protein, is the best thing to do? No, that you depends. Could, depends. You, if, if you could have a special day that you do that, but could. for long-term health, I would not recommend Don't do it every day. Don't not do it every day. day. Don't even do it every week, not every really. Week because, nope. Yeah, because you could ruin you If you do that every single week. But if you've based, what we're trying to say is if you've basically used up most of, if you found that that day, most of your um, macros is alcohol, that's probably going to be the day that you have that pizza. Or the next day is going to be the day that you have that 2,500 calorie pizza. And that's fine. But then just get back on track again. Get back on track. And if you want pizza again, maybe that's when you'll go, oh, I'm going to make this lower calorie option that I can have so that I know that I'm not doing that 
every single week. Yeah, I mean, you can buy a pizza base. Week. You can buy a pizza yeah, base and just put better ingredients on them that aren't all cooked in a, a load of fat or anything like that. So it's no account. I've got no problem with that. Just don't make a cauliflower pizza and act like it's going to come out and not crumble as soon as you put it on the plate because it's fair, a lie. It's a lie. I've had, uh, I've had cauliflower pizza made for me with a cauliflower base. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whilst I was, how nice, nice that whilst I went out and I was at a, a, a gig, went to a concert thing long time ago that is now yeah, whoever that did that for you he's got too much time on their hands um, <laughs> made me a cauliflower pizza with a base that didn't crumble with non-dairy cheese it's not worth it it's not worth it don't do it <laughs> no just don't have the pizza have something else okay but so with carbs anyway you know you want to you want to go for stuff that is satiating it's going to help you feel full um but as you keep saying, balance. You can also choose to fill some of it with that. You just you just want to make sure that you get around the good things that are gonna help fill you up between your fats and your carbs to support that protein intake and main within your limit. Um, I'll like also say like with carbs, if you're feeling that you low energy, you know you can sometimes it is good so let's say if you know that you um are going to like be really busy with going into training and you need that energy peak that's when you can go ahead and be like okay i'm gonna have like the sweets now and that'll be like a quick instant energy i mean we have our energy drinks we have our energy drinks yeah they are zero sugar yeah so uh, if you love very low or zero calories there are types of carbohydrates so this, this can is six, 16 calories. That have less in them, you know. Um, like sweeteners do still come underneath being a carb, I think. Like they, they, when we were like doing our assignment on it, a lot of the, um, we've got lots of different names and stuff. And there's lots of theories about that, but... We'll go into how sweeteners are yeah. absolutely fine for you and all the science is out on that. And yeah, how sweeteners like, aren't going to kill you. Know, if you know, if you really find you're someone who could cannot pull back on the sugary snacks, then going for things that are low sugar, like as in, you know, using sweeteners, that's a really good way to curb that. I mean, I sometimes, I've done it less recently, I have desserts for breakfast. But they're not actually desserts for breakfast. They're just like sweet things that I know are gonna like satisfy that like craving. But they're also good for me. There's nothing wrong with that because I have a banana for breakfast and that's sweet. That's not all I have, but I will have yeah, it for breakfast and that's sweet. So what's the difference between that and a yeah. bar of galaxy? I don't. Yeah, like some some <laughs> people some people hate porridge. Yeah, but you could use like um for example like I use the freedom chocolate sauce sometimes. Yeah. Phone. Something Abby says turned yeah. my phone into Siri. It got your phone to react. It got my phone to react. It got that so freedom apparently. Freedom chocolate sauce. Uh, something Abby said makes it want to navigate to Cardiff. Don't okay. know why, but so um or you know you can get like the free the low calorie syrup. So I'll use that. Add in some berries because Which, that's sweet. Surprisingly, shops now uh, shop now that's very good for things like that is Home Bargains. Home I think bargains. do a lot of, they, they've got a big section now where they do a lot protein of protein snacks. Protein snacks and stuff. We're going to get more into that on the supplement side of things in week 
three, is it week three? Week three is supplements, yeah. Week three is going to be our supplement week, so we'll get more into that then. Um, but Home Bargains is very good for like all of low sugar syrup and things like low calorie syrups and things yeah, like that. Yeah, you as well. don't have to go to Holland and Barrett, even though they're really good, nothing against Holland and Barrett. They're so expensive. Like, you, so you don't expensive. have to have, you know, like the top branded of everything. You can just go ahead and, you know, find these a lot of things in the other stores. You'll be surprised if you dig around what you can, like, find in some of the cheaper alternative stores. Exactly. Aldi used to be really good, and Lidl's good for like Lidl's a lot. Good as well. Lidl's got some things. But, um, but one thing before uh, before I let Abby wrap up, as you might notice in the coming weeks, Abby does all the scientific stuff because she's better at pronouncing the words and <laughs> reading and stuff, and I'll just kind of like shoot from the hip and say what I want. But um, so basically, the one thing I do before we even get into calories and stuff like that, um, when Abby was talking about fiber. Uh, the one thing people often lack in their diet is vegetables. So when someone comes to me and they say they might want to work for me as a PT and help with nutrition and things like that, I'll give them little goals and it will be nothing to do with losing weight. I'll say keep eating the way you're eating for now, but try to eat um, five different vegetables and two fruits a day or drink this much water. And then you can, you, not everything straight away with calories has to be a restriction and pulling the stuff away the way you'll get better at eventually taking calories away and taking some foods away is getting used to eating the foods you don't already eat. So eat more vegetables, drink more water, things that will make you feel fuller. You might find naturally just by adding those things that you'll naturally start to be in a calorie deficit and, and go from there. That's what yeah. you find happens a lot of times. I think that's something that more so like that will be kind of not necessarily, that will be like in our discussion about different diets. Where yeah. I mean, like I said, with this, just un this is like a basic principle of understanding what food contains. So what food contains and what your calories should be, um, which when you're looking at numbers, that is your tracking. But there's so many other ways to do it, like you said. And this, you know, overnight, if you've never tracked calories before, suddenly just yeah, going just ahead and tracking or mm. everything you eat, that's intense. That's why I often tell people calories and protein. Gradual changes. So I'll, I'll, in, I'll introduce people to eat more vegetables, uh, drink more water, then I'll be like, right, now this is how much protein you've got to eat, that's another goal. Then once they've got used to tracking their protein, and I'll be like, you have to eat 100, let's just say myself, for example, you have to eat 178 grams of protein, that's definitely going to fill you up. So the more you find you're eating these vegetables and this protein, the more naturally you're going to come into a calorie deficit because you're not going to have as much room eating. for the other foods. But with vegetables, like I was saying, again, referring back to how you're going to look at splitting up your carbs, you know, um, with the quantities. Yeah. Vegetables, you, especially non-starchy ones like um, broccoli, onions, tomatoes, peppers, low, G, low GI scale, you tend to get a larger volume of that food. For the same amount of calories in comparison so like say even in comparison to protein 200 grams of chicken breast is going to look very different to 200 grams of broccoli so the easiest one that comes to mind 200 grams of spinach is going to, it's, it's going to look really different so yeah if you're eating that that's a larger amount of food to fill up your, fill up your stomach you're going to feel full full so that will naturally create the deficit if you're eating if you're still full and you're not overeating, you're going to be having less yeah, you're calories. Yeah, less calories in general. 
So I believe that's is that everything? That's it for this week. That's it for this week. It that was may, a big it may not be in order for everything. If you think this was a discussion that kind of went off the rails everywhere, Nanny, and wait until we start talking about fad diets and things like that. I think even supplements is one before you're gonna go yeah. off on one. Because even um, though it comes under the header supplements, it's gonna be going into our personal feelings. You might see us argue on some things, um, yeah. of which I'm always right, so listen to me. Um Unless, oh, unless oh. she's got scientific background. Water. Drink it. 2 to 2.5 litres of water. Aim for the higher. Every bit of exercise you do per hour, add another litre. Add another litre. If you need more, it's fine. That is fine. You will go to the toilet a lot more if you've not. Yeah. Again, your body you, will get used to it. If you find you're only drinking half a litre of it at the moment, the rest of it's coming from like sugary drinks and that. I'm not saying go straight into 2.5. Like, <laughs> try, try it for three or four days, then up it a little more, then up it a I little do. more until you get... That's a goal ending where you want to be. It's not where you are now. It's not where you're going to be tomorrow, but add it in and gradually, gradually, gradually add more and more water to your to your daily intake. It's very good for you, and it's usually free. So, I believe that's everything. Yeah. Thank you guys. I have been great. This is Abby. We are from the Fit Club. Um, we the Fit Club does have a website and an app that I believe uh, if you're part of the Fit Club, um, if you're a member of the Fit Club, you can access the app and it has um, diets and things on there, uh, different types of diets for vegans and things to help you out with stuff like that as well. Um, this will be going up on YouTube and. Apple Podcasts and Spotify and things like that. You might be watching this from the Fit Club uh, Facebook page, the Fit, Book, uh, Fit, Book, uh, what? Fit Club Live Facebook page is what I'm trying to say. Um, if you have any questions, we would love to answer them. doesn't have to be a question on the next topic. What's the next topic? Disease management? Disease management, yeah. So the next topic is disease management. So how you would tailor these things. And that's not us necessarily saying we need questions about disease management. If you have any, great. We might be answering them anyway in our discussion. But if you have questions about anything we spoke about today or anything else that you want answered, please mm -hmm. just let us know. Um, however you're watching this, if it's Facebook, on the comment below. If it's YouTube, the comment below. If you know me and Abby and have us on Instagram or the Facebook and have them on, on the Fit Club have Facebook, if you've got them and you want to DM them, they'll get yeah. the questions back or to us. if you want to debate us and anything if that we say. If you want to debate us, debate us. <laughs> we will argue it. Come that. ready. We're Believe free. us. Believe us now as we say we've already done when's our our next nutrition paper is in our second nutrition monday. paper is due in monday so we have all we should we should have already <laughs> done all of the research and be very nearly finished with our with our work to be handed in we should now are we i don't know I don't know. I'm not going to grass out of and say she's 100% not ready. And, but no, we, we've, we've got all our research and that down. We've, we've, we've got all our books and that that we needed. So we if know you want to debate people, us, cool. cool. And we, we know where to look. We got citations. We didn't just make this up. We got citations. We're gonna, not going to say them every time, but we have got them. Yeah. And guys, the, like we said, this is just the beginner's course to it. So um, as we go along with these um, and do more and more podcasts and things like that, we will go over it again, more in depth and things like that. The, the more you know and need to know, the more answers we can give. And if we don't know the answers, we know a lot of people that do know the answers. We'll find them out and bring them to you as well. So right. that's it for today, guys. It's Bye. been a long episode. We didn't think it would be this long. We did say, when we suggested it to the to the 
the gym. We did say it'd be about a 10 minute discussion. It's been about an hour or more, <laughs> probably. From what I can see, it looks like it's been about an hour, but it's been okay, a fun hopefully hour. Hopefully it's still recording it. Yeah, yeah, so I can see right, it's still recording us. We're all good. Fine. So that's it for us, guys. Thank, Thank you very you. much for joining us, and we'll see you next time. Bye.